In a world. In a world. In a world. Where tomorrow's blockbusters reign. And yesterday's classics are forgotten. Three women intend to remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials of the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch older movies and review them from our modern everyday perspectives. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we are talking about My Man Godfrey. Uh, from 1936, written by Maury Reiskind and Eric Hatch, based on a novel by Eric Hatch, directed by Gregory LaCava and starring William Powell and Carol Lombard. Quick synopsis, Tracy, go. Well, before I do that, I, I mean, as per usual, it's based on a book, but I am always curious. I like it when they include the author in the screenplay. I always think it ends up better, but that's just mm-hmm. Yep. I, anyway, yep. That's I can see that. This is about a rich socio- social socialite. socialite. There you go. Not a not a sociopath, which is no, what I wanted. I was to like, say. wait a minute. Yeah, socialite who is on a scavenger hunt, which I thought was really interesting mm-hmm. uh, because bored rich people need something to do, and to earn like lots of points, they had to go find a forgotten man and bring him to the Ritz Carlton. Is that where they were? At the I think some fancy hotel. Maybe I don't know. Um, and first off, I love the term forgotten man. I don't know why it's like romanticizing homelessness, but yeah. that's anyway. Um, so they go down to like the city dump where there's a, a city of, of homeless people and they find this guy and this, her, the main character's sister finds him first and is very entitled and he <laughs> shoots her down. Mm-hmm. And this, the younger sister comes in and just talks to him, like almost like a human being. Mm-hmm. And then kind of out of spite, he's like, if you win, will you beat your sister? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, all right, fine. I'm going to go with you. Yeah. So she, he does her a solid by going to the scavenger hunt. So she asked him what he, she can do for him. And he's like, honestly, you can give me a job. And she's like, fine, you can be my butler she gives him some money to get like proper clothes and he becomes this family's butler. And he ends up being like helpful to this whole family. So not only does he kind of turn his life around, but he kind of helps this family turn their life around. And he ends up investing. He, he ends up being more than just like oh, the homeless guy. He ends up, and then he ends he up comes uh, from a rich family and yeah. all that. And then she falls in love. Everybody falls in love with him. The maid, Everyone. the Everyone. sister, the Everyone. other sister, the mother, everybody falls in love with him. And at the end, he quits his job because he had taken money and invested it and had like created his own business and was like back on his feet. And then she chases after him and makes makes him marry her. Mm-hmm. The Good end. job. Boom. <laughs> Clear, concise, so, boom. Rom-com meets screwball comedy. Yes. Like yeah. the two together. It really was yep. a classic screwball comedy, definitely. Yeah. Um, I loved I think it. That that's one of the things that is that is why it's heralded for what it is today. It's like, you know, this is the quintessential 30s comedy that people loved and blah, blah, blah. This has an 8.0 on IMDb. Eight out of wow. 10. That's insanely wow. high. I mean, I had fun. I, I see liked why. It. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I have some notes. <sighs> yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely some things that can be improved, but I my attention was there the whole time. I enjoyed it. It was funny. The acting was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys watch it in black and white or did you do the revamp color? I did the black and white because I didn't realize there was a color. And then I did black black and and white white too. Yeah. Yeah. We all did black and white. Yeah. I was engaged the entire time. Pleasantly surprised. Once again, didn't think a 36 film would do it for me. And here we are black and white 36. Can I just say that William Powell was very good looking, Mm -hmm. but he was better looking as a homeless man than he was a butler. Oh my it's God. because the, it's because the whiskers are in now. The whiskers. Yeah, whiskers are in. And then like yep. when he was all like a butler, he had that like pencil mustache. Oh, and I I'm hate like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just either shave it, everything like, really or keep the scrub. Yeah, it did. I'm like, you looked way better before. No wonder why she picked you up. The <laughs> the mustache. If he if he could have gotten um, rid of that weird mustache. I don't he even know what they so call it. Sweet though, he, he was, was so, so sweet. Like, His, I think, like I kind of a little bit also fell in love with him uh, throughout the film. So like I see, I see why every single person, Cornelia, the mother, I mean everyone, yeah, yeah. the maid. I at first I was like, why is she crying? Everybody <laughs> the father loves was him. like, you know, you're yeah. a good guy. Like, yeah. yeah, I, I, only person who didn't like him was Carlo. <laughs> yeah, because he was like the the better version of Carlo. Um, I responding to what you said, Trey, about how he kind of swoops in and, and kind of saves this family, the uh, ultimate dysfunctional family. They position. were functional. It, it was dysfunctional, a, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because they they were still like weirdly supportive, but kind of shot each other down. But we're still like, I don't know, still a family unit. I don't know. Yeah. No, I watched him seamlessly weave in and out of each situation and different room, different problems, you know, different chaos. He weaved in and out seamlessly. And I thought he is perfect for this family. This is just what they need. And I saw it before the end when everyone was like, Oh, you've, you know, before they all saw it, I was already like, I see you. Well, it's interesting because I I was a little nervous that they weren't going to explain that because you can't just walk into a butler job. There is so much to know in the etiquette and everything. And that that when he started just doing it, I was like, he has to have some sort of background. Background, But I wasn't expecting it to be he knew how to be a butler because he was on the other side of the table. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because, you know, that was still totally worked. Like I bought that, but I was glad that they explained. Yeah. Gave an explanation a little bit. Yeah. Had they not, it probably wouldn't have been eight point rated. It was also nominated for four six. awards. Oh, six. six Oscars. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. So, I well, I, I'm just going to put this here. Talking about his helping all of the family, you could see that the love interest was going to be with Irene, the younger mm-hmm. sister. Yeah. I made a note that was like, he better not end up with Cornelia because she's like kind of more um, conniving. And yeah. The, however, they had better chemistry. They did. They, and I think Cornelia was a better character all around. Than yes. I if I yeah. if I was yes. an actress and I was given the, the choice between these two characters, I would have gone Cornelia in a heart. Yeah. She had better lines. She had better chemistry. She had Maybe she was the better actor or complexity and something. Well, and I was like, I didn't want them to end up together because she is supposed to be not the nice person, but she ends up being sympathetic, I think. And I think they, they had good chemistry. I don't know what it was as soon as, even when they were arguing at the very beginning, I was like, Ooh, they have something. They're on the same level. Yeah. 
Cornelia learned her lesson. She, like you said, she felt bad at the end. She learned her lesson with the pearls. She learned that he was on her level and regretted it and everything. Irene was just there. She didn't, you know, and even he said he was like, um, I called you a spoiled brat because I was the spoiled brat. So Mm -hmm. they are like, talk about same level. They were the same level. Yeah. And I think what really broke me, not broke me, but like made me really dislike Irene (laughs) is when after she was, she was thrown in the shower and she started jumping on furniture. And I was like, that annoyed the Jesus out of me. What is happening right now? How old are you? What is going on? I was going to save this until we boom, boom, we fixed it. But since we're here, (laughs) Irene's character really annoyed me. And she need, she would need to change a lot for this to be a perfect movie. And, and a lot of it came down to, she should not have won at the end. She shouldn't have gotten her way. No, she was was manipulative and she, the whole thing she did on the couch super manipulative and it's unacceptable nope you nip that in the bud when they're two years old Mm, yep that's what you should do but anyway okay so let's jump right into the questions clearly we all have comments on it we all generally enjoyed it top of the marquee what was everyone's favorite part um i don't have a good answer i because i think my favorite part was just william powell yeah i was thinking he did a good job i really liked his i thought he was really good i thought he did a good job playing that line between rich and poor and i don't know i thought he did a good job yeah he you're right he definitely jumped between those two it was almost two different characters and he really yeah it was believable that he was yeah. still the same person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where yes. you could see the, yeah. So yep. that was I, my favorite Like part. at the core. I want to yeah. say I didn't kind of, I didn't solidify my opinion of him until he talked with his buddy, um, his Harvard buddy. And they yep. had that kind of comedic under the breath conversation during the regular conversation. That was really funny to me. And I was like, okay, this guy, I, I like this guy here. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, favorite so part, William Powell ever was your guys' favorite part? I think that's, yeah, that's good. I, I would say for me the the storyline, how it kept us guessing, and it was pretty consistent. That part, kind of, in general general terms, was my fave. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good pick because because sometimes right. we can't follow a story, or sometimes it's there's holes in the plot. And this one was pretty consistent. So it had just the right level of complexity to keep you engaged, but not so much that you were like, what is happening? Right. Exactly. Snaps. Good favorite part. Good. Yeah. That is a good favorite part. My favorite part. What about you, Betsy? Yeah. Whenever Mr. Bullock mentioned money, Carlo freaked out and and threw himself on the last. Oh, the drama. Yep. And just stood there for the entire seat, just thrown against these doors and it is hilarious i love it and it goes to i know tracy you like this because it's background acting yep it's he is not the moment he is not the main part of this scene mr bullock is talking but he's just back there just yep yep (laughs) i the the yeah the drama the whole family drama all i have for a note from him is melodramatic carlo yeah and it's just it's so like staged and yeah when clearly the only song he knows how to play on the piano and he's like the great artiste pianist is Ochichonia. <laughs> oh my so yeah all i can say about him is he was i don't know I, I, 
He was eating all the time. And you know how I he feel was, about but he that was just taking shit. advantage of it because I think he was just another rich person's plaything, And he was like, fine, I'm going to get as much as I can out of this. Yeah. He yeah. did the whole monkey thing like that monkey yeah. scene. I mean, I feel like there's always a variation of this in in reality, even where, you know, it's somebody who's just being best friends with the rich person so that they can, you know, mooch off of them. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I think we um, I think we each had good, solid answers for that question. All right, guys. Wheel of questions. Wheel of questions. questions. (laughs) Oh, you should have said it. I said it. Good job. All right. So we landed on six degrees. This is where we link the main character, the main actor of the previous movie with the main actor of this movie. So we are going Christopher Guest from Spinal Tap to William Powell of My Man Godfrey. Can we just do the math real quick? What are the year? What are the years? We're 36 thinking? and 84. 36 and 84. That is a long time between. <laughs> Was that yep. 48 years? I can't do math. Uh, all right. So this is a hard one. Um, Tracy, do you want to go first? Sure. So William Powell in My Man Godfrey was in Mr. Roberts with Henry Ford. F- Henry Ford. Henry Fonda. Fonda. Okay. Who is the father of Jane Fonda, but they were also in On Golden Pond together. So I okay. put that in there just in case we didn't so want to do legit. that. So, so it's legit. Solidified. So Jane Fonda, who um, shout out to nine to five that we have done. But I, that's not the connection. And Capelo. Yeah, not the connection. Oh, and Capelo. Anyway, so Jane Fonda was in Stanley and Iris with Robert De Niro. De Niro was in Sleepers with Kevin Bacon. Six degrees degrees of Kevin Kevin Bacon. Bacon. (laughs) You get bonus Um, points for that. Oh, yeah. That's like a bonus right there. And then Kevin Bacon was in A Few Good Men with Christopher Guest. Well done. Um, Okay. I have two. One is a stretch and one is legit. Ooh, I love it. (laughs) Um, The stretch one is Mm -hmm. starting with William Powell was in My Man Godfrey with Carol Lombard. Penny Marshall is her first name is actually Carol and she was named after Carol Lombard. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will only accept that because she's named after her specifically. Yes. If it was just like her name is, I would have been right. like, no, but and then okay, Penny Marshall and then Penny Mar- Marshall and Michael McKean were in Laverne and Shirley together. Michael McKean is in Spinal Tap with Christopher Guest. Um, okay. But here's my legit one. Okay. Okay. William Powell uh, and Alan Mowbray were in My Man Godfrey together. He was in a Broadway production called Enter Laughing in 1963. Enter Laughing was based on a novel written by Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner is the father of Rob Reiner, who's in Spinal Tap with Christopher Guest. Wow. Yeah. All right, guys. Good game. Um, Betsy, I'm glad you had two because I had zero. So that makes up for me. Yeah. No, no worries. I mean, like I said, this was this was a hard one. I had to work for this one. When you landed on it, you were like, I don't think we're going to do it. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait Wait a minute. (laughs) What movies have we reviewed that this movie reminds us of? So I'm going to go first. Um, The most obvious one that popped into my head was The Shop Around the Corner when he started singing (laughs) Ochitonia. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even think of that. Because these are the only, like, I've never heard this song outside of these movies. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. And then the other one that really popped into my head was singing in the rain 
because Lena, Irene remind me of Lena a lot in the fact that she would have done anything to convince herself that Godfrey loved her. Yeah. Except yeah. that in this case, Irene, it- Irene actually got her man and Lena. Yeah. Didn't. Well, let's <laughs> be forced. Okay, we're going to talk about that more. We're going to talk about that. Wait, more. what was the, in, maybe. what was the movie? Singing in the rain. Singing in the rain. Okay. What do you think? I'm dumb or something? Yeah. that. I'm going to compare it to first ball of fire. Yeah. Okay. And the only reason why is we have somebody who's kind of out of touch with things a little bit. So you've got like, this is a stretch, but you have somebody who's out of touch who brings in like a person who is in touch and kind of helps them each other. Yeah. Out. I could totally see that. And yeah, then end up falling sense. in love with yeah. each other. So that was a stretch, but that's what, no. what I really compared it to is the most dangerous game. Yeah. And it's because you have these rich board people Mm -hmm. like they're they don't know what to do with themselves. So they make this game to like Mm -hmm. that basically screws with other people's lives. Yeah. And granted, in this movie, it kind of works out for Godfrey. Like it really does help him and he helps this family. But I had this. It could have gone horrible. You know what I mean? Like they were they were treating people's lives and, and to to Irene's credit, she does kind of see that and she mm-hmm. does fall in love with Godfrey before she knew that he was uh, like her same status and that kind of thing. She and then she really did see during the game. She made this realization that was like, wow, we're really just using. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she had that. Mo- she does she say something that. to him that was there was, that- there was promise in her character. There was there was at the beginning. And then she lost. I felt like she. You know who she was? She was Eric from Boy Meets World, where at the beginning, she's really smart. And at the end, she's really dumb. Yes. What the hell happened? How do you go backwards like that? And I think that there was I think it happened when there was a shift between the main character, because I kind of got the sense that Irene was going to be the main character. And then it shifted to Godfrey. And then they took all of Irene's character away. Yeah, I I noticed that. I don't know why that why that happened. If Godfrey yeah, is the main maybe. character, I mean, I understand that like we started with Godfrey. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Serena, did you have anything for this question? I don't know. I think I was getting the same vibe about the most dangerous game, but I couldn't place why it was making me think of it. But Tracy pretty much just explained it for me because I was like, why is this movie? It was this. It was the scavenger hunt. It was the yeah. game. Yes. Scavenger yes. hunt game. And as soon as like within the first couple minutes of the movie, I'm like, this is reminding me of something. And I think it's the most dangerous game, but I'm like drawing a blank on the details. But then I had no idea where this movie was going. Like, I didn't know where we were going. Yeah, I didn't either. And then the chaos and the building with the goats and this and that. I'm like, what the heck is going on over here? Um, So I didn't know where the movie was going. And then, you know, it it went where it went. (laughs) I'm going to shout out a movie that we haven't done, but I know that this is one of your favorite movies, Bets, is it reminded me of Mrs. Pettigrew Lives for a Day. Where like she was kind of like down yes. on her luck and she's kind of taken into this whirlwind of a rich person and they both kind of help each other out. Yes. And that's, that's where I kind of thought it was going to go. And it kind of did. But. Yes. Oh, man. If only Irene was Delicia. Yes. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good comparison. I appreciate that, Tracy. Good job. Um, Thanks. I, I love that. It's a good movie. movie. It's such a good movie. <laughs> OK, so, yes, we had answers for this, but it still felt very unique. You know, it was, it was a unique storyline that I really haven't seen done a ton. You know, Mm -hmm. they apparently did a remake, I guess in the sixties, which, Oh really? Yeah. With, um, 
with a name. I don't remember who it is, but somebody famous <laughs> is in it. But I could definitely see a, a variation on this nowadays. And anyway. yeah, um, ladies, please remove your hats and silence your cell phones. How does this film hold up? My only comment is it forgives the upper class way too much. Yeah. So yeah, I noticed that too. It doesn't, they, at the end of the day, they really aren't held accountable for their own actions, except maybe a little bit Cornelia, but the, the women don't learn to budget. They, the, the, it's just Mr. Bullock get comes into money again, which yeah, is not. And basically he made like a, he made a wrong investment and, and didn't take the advice of Godfrey. Right. And lost all his money. Right. But, but then didn't. Right. Because Godfrey's just like a really good guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. For real. I know. Like he went above and beyond and, and helping save this family on, on many levels. It kind of rolled over a lot of things with the the socialites. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. It's and it wasn't until Godfrey kind of spelled out at the end. He's like, Oh, you help you guys all helped me, so I'm gonna help you. It wasn't until then that I kind of registered that there was more development character development happening with him than mm-hmm. you know than that what was I was behind. Which is fine, but that was supposed to kind of forgive their behavior and it didn't for me. So I, I, I feel like that didn't quite hold up, but it taught them them a lesson. He was trying to teach them a lesson by, by showing them what good people do. It did, but his arc is kind of, he wanted to be one of them again. Yeah. So he kind of took this money and then transformed. And to his credit, he made this club at the end for himself where he moved out all of these homeless people. But he did give them a job and he did give them a place to live. Like there there were places for his staff to be. So I didn't quite get that he wanted to be one of them again. He just wanted to live again. He he that's fair because there was there was. During one of his monologues, he basically said he was like ready to kill himself. And then he found the men at the dump and they brought him back. And then the family kind of rehabilitated him. Like, I don't even know. It was kind of, and all of this was in a monologue. So, yeah. uh, mm, Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mind his story. Um, It was kind of like a heartwarming type, not coming of age, but kind of like, the challenge showing the challenges that he went through and it just it's like it's all not it's not all like you know butterflies and rich people thing you know (laughs) but i think him being one of them is like he wants to have money again but he also wants to be a good quality human being or at least that's what i was gathering Mm. i mean overall it was still i still really enjoyed the movie but if you're gonna you know it was a good story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I can we're not definitely... going to fix the whole world with just one story. Yeah, right. True. And I, I can definitely. It would only need a few little tweaks c- to kind of properly update it and you know make it a good story today. Um, and yeah. none of these are like deal breakers. Definitely, and this is still a fun movie to watch. Yeah. Did anybody else have any answers for this? I think the uh, in terms of things holding up, I think that the the. I guess the fashion for both, but I always say the women's fashion. I, I feel like that's kind of come back around. Oh yeah, some, some of, of I, it. I, I it's Irene's gorgeous outfits. outfits. Are gorgeous. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know me in fashion. I'm oh no, yeah, that. I got you. I'm like, like every time someone stepped in the scene, I'm like, what are they wearing? <laughs> you know. Um, 
Let me just say, I, I noticed this a lot and I don't know why I don't give credit to older things. I, I always think like our generation is so witty and quippy and that kind of, you know, and I never think that the same humor has lasted throughout the ages and it, it really has. Oh yeah. So there was some definitely good quippy conversations that I, I would have today. Like there was Godfrey and Irene would have this conversation. She's like, um, can you please have an intelligent conversation for a minute? And she's like, well, I'll try. And there was another one at the end where she's like, oh, I like your view. How long is that? Is that bridge always there? And he's like, yeah, most often it's always like, yeah, yeah. they're very sarcastic. Um, yeah. And then I think Cornelia had, I think it was, was she, was Cornelia married or have a boyfriend or I think she had a bow. Yeah. I think that's yeah, I kind of noticed a guy. She was at the bar or something or some, they were having a drink and she goes, will you do me a big favor? And he immediately responds with, who do you want me to kill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she goes, uh, oh, I do my own killing. Yeah, and it's like so like, I yes. think I've had that conversation. That's like, absolutely. I'm there. What do you want me to do? Um, so I give the writers credit for being funny and, and having these just off conversations that are, you know, are well, good. I feel like that was, um, what's the word? Um, it's a hallmark. Um, it's a hallmark trait of 30s movies is that really fast paced dialogue quippy yeah 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 yep. and like you for some reason we've kind of associated it with reporters from the 1930s but it's yeah. it's really just dialogue in general and from yeah. the 30s that yeah it was heightened dialogue it's good stuff yeah I noticed that um, right off the bat I liked some of the things there were some good definitely quotable moments that I should have done better about writing down but the first one was remember the one he's talking about with the prosperities right around the corner and the other guy's like I wish I knew what corner it was and he's like being like trying to be positive to his buddy who's yeah. also living you know in the trash heap or whatever he's like oh, I wouldn't worry prosperity's just around the corner he's like yeah it's been it's been there a long time just wish I knew what corner it was yeah that was good that was good I well, and like, I, yes, I, I actually really liked the, I mean, they only had a few scenes, but the, the other homeless men, they were, they were good representations. You know, they wanted to work. They were intelligent. They were upbeat and, you know, trying to be positive and just down on their luck. And they were good characters. Yeah. And they came back at the end. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. Let's move into boom. We fixed it because I do want to talk about Irene some more. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> at the end of the day. The more and more I think about it, the more her character annoyed me. Um, and I think I've already, I mean, I definitely already touched on it. It was just that she didn't really have any character development. And the thing is, I know that we can just chalk it up to the fact that it's from the 30s and whatever. Yeah. But we've seen well-written, complex female characters at this stage. So it's not, you know, unheard of. We, it's yeah. not impossible to be asking for such. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, well, I think they were trying to chalk up a lot of her character defects and flaws to the fact that she was just, you know, emotionally unhinged and, and, and like on and part of the cuckoo's nest type thing. And they just were like, oh, she's just, you know, not, they didn't say she's crazy, but they basically were like, you know, she's living in La La Land or whatever. And they basically chalked it up to she's not all there. Which is fine, except that she gets Godfrey at the end. Yeah, that's the. Only, I know. Either, I couldn't believe keep that her character that way, and Godfrey does not get her. Like Godfrey's like, "Oh my god, get away from me!" Mm-hmm. Or they give her a character development, and she earns Godfrey. Yeah, yeah. I kind of felt like at the end there wasn't the earning 
Exactly. Hopefully she'll turn off the drama. Not if that's how she gets what, I mean, she's proven that that's a successful way of getting what you want. But notice when she was having that fit in the room that Godfrey was the only person that didn't feed into it. And he was completely ignoring her when she was trying to manipulate him when she was like, no, I don't want any. Thank you. And he's going around with his hors d'oeuvres and he's just completely cold shouldered and didn't feed into any of the BS like that. Yeah. But then she turned it up. Then she turned up the melodrama and at the end marries him. She never, he never forced him into it. Right. Well, so that my major comment is, and at the, I wrote at the bottom, where's the kiss? Like she kissed him. Yes. But there was no like, and one of my main complaints about any movie is I didn't like, where's the buildup to the relationship, but at least they usually have that, like the kiss, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? They have that. Oh, we do love each other. All of a sudden I'm in love with you. Let's kiss. Um, we didn't have that even right. at the end when she's like, here's the minister we, and a witness. We don't really know married. if we don't we know if, even. Yeah, we didn't know we didn't if you liked her. Yeah, <laughs> I will say there was one scene that gave me hope. Do you know? And it's the kitchen scene. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. And yeah, where she's trying like, a dishes. real conversation. They had a real conversation. She was very even <laughs> and normal yeah. Yeah. when she wasn't manic. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he even was like, I did miss you. And, and, you know, you're a good friend and all that. They, you saw that glimpse of their actual relationship in that moment. You friend did, but it was her. still, yeah, it was still, I felt platonic. It was real, yes. but it yes. still felt p- platonic, which yes. is fine. Like you can, you can have <laughs> great platonic relationships. Yeah. So I actually had to go back and watch the end of this movie again. I was like, I, I think I missed a scene. I wasn't paying attention or maybe I, I, I was making notes or something. So I watched the last half hour again and I, I made the comment that I missed it. I, I missed a scene. So I, I did find the scene where I was like, they're in, in the movie. There's that one point where he switches, where he's like, okay, I do love her. And I did find it. It was not convincing, but there is a scene where, when he's talking to Tommy, when he he goes, oh, I think his friend's like, oh, that's big talk from a butler. And he goes, ex-butler, you mean? He's like, oh, you're, are you, were you fired? And he goes, no, I quit. And they're like, well, why? And Godfrey says, I felt that foolish feeling coming on again. And oh, Tommy, yeah. And he, so he's like, I felt that that feeling coming on again. And Tommy immediately goes, oh, you mean Irene? And he's like, what do you mean? Like, he was very like, no, but did anybody else realize this? And she's like, yeah. yes, everybody knows that she's in love with you or, or yeah. you know, everyone I- knows except for you. And it's, yeah. yes, you know what? I completely forgot about that moment because it was just out of nowhere and it, it was fit. And so I kind of like blocked it because I was like, oh, that doesn't fit with the rest of the movie, whatever. Right. And it, it quickly, it just was in the middle of a conversation. It right. wasn't even like right. it. And I'm like, that was the only, only part that I felt like he reciprocated. Right, right, right. So like I said, if he had been, if had she had come in and all this stuff, and even if he had said, just said, you're crazy and then kissed her, then it would have yeah. been like, okay, he does right. love her or whatever, but it was. Right. I will say when we discovered that Alice loved him too, I was like, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I, I thought I was that. like, okay, let's have them like just reframe it so that it's like wait wait who's alice do you mean molly oh i'm sorry not alice molly yeah she's mixing up brady bunch i am because i'm sorry (laughs) alice brady is one of the actresses and so i was like the brady bunch and it just was all over 
I'm uh, like, I knew, I knew what you meant. Exactly correct. Yes. Anyway, no, Molly. But, yeah, yeah. When we found out that Molly was in love with him, I was like, yes, I would, I love this, and it would be like a, you know, a rich, the rich guy falling in love with with poor yes. girl because he was pretending to be poor. That's a Hallmark movie right there. Boom. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Boom. And I loved her character too. Like she from the beginning, so you snarky. walk in on her doing the crossword. Like I was just like there for her. Well, and it was like, I was a little nervous that she was going to like try to um, like scare not him, prank him, but like, you know, sabotage, sabotage yeah. him. Me and too. Me did. too. But she, she was like, didn't know. She was like, I'm not going to like hold your hand, but I'll help you. Like, here's the ropes and all this yeah. stuff. And yeah. Yeah, they had they had uh they had good little butler and maid chemistry going, but not like chemistry and like, you know, love. No, but especially in that scenario, you have to work together very well. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say okay. one more thing about Irene? Yes. So when she's like I guess when she was rejected or something, she goes and to a party and there's this rich guy who wants to get with her and he's like all literally up in her business. Oh yeah. And she says just because some people have a million dollars doesn't mean that they can put try to put their arms around other people. Oh, I love that. That was one I wanted to write down. So I, I was like, okay, yes. So she's like, don't touch me. Just because you've got money doesn't mean that you can touch me and control me. Yep. With Except- the exception of that's exactly what she's doing to Godfrey. Just yes. because she's rich oh, and she's yeah. in love with him doesn't mean that she can go and just marry him. Except that she does. True. Good point. Anyway, that was my last comment on her. So right. anyway, that's my last thing. What were you going to say about the mother? Because she well, was also a character. Yeah, let's yeah, move oh into. God. So I'm going to jump into notes roundup just to say we're in the yes. next category because I'm going to talk about the mother, but it doesn't have anything to do with boom, we fixed it. The mother was hilarious to me. I oh thought she oh, was yeah. super funny. And she is the only character who I'm like, yeah, you don't need to have character development because she's just that mother. She's yep, that yeah. person. That's who she is. Yep. And her her comedy stylings actually reminded me a lot of Madeline Kahn, who she's such a great comedian. So she just reminded me of her style and she was just hilarious. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's all I have to say about the mother. I thought I was going to be annoyed by her, but I wasn't. Because she had this, that's who she was, but she wasn't malicious. Right. Does that yeah. make sense? She was just she in was her just, own little world. She was. She was just very, and she you know, and she was more than happy to have you join her in that world. Yeah. Yep. No yep. problem. The people were walking around the little people and and she was like, she'd be like, oh, that's okay. I'll accept that. Just yeah. she was it's... she was definitely on some 1936 medication that's now <laughs> no, outlawed. Yep. All right. Uh, so notes roundup. Anybody else have any other comments? Uh, I covered mine. All right. So the martini shot, guys. Would you recommend this movie? Uh, yes. I would recommend this movie. I had fun. I thought it was fun. Same. Same. Yeah. It was, it's, yeah, it was fun. It was enjoyable. Yeah. You were engaged. You know, you could laugh with the characters. And- I feel like it would, it's probably top 10 movies that we've done, I think. Really? Yeah. I like, I would, but I wouldn't like, I, it doesn't top like the top three or top five where I'm like, no. sit down, you need to watch this. But, <laughs> This was very, I, I, yeah. this was not a waste of time. This was very oh, good. Yeah. I had fun. So that's a wrap. Three yeses. Right, I, so I would say yeses. yes. And I'm shocked that the black and white didn't deter me. I, I know I, I shouldn't be, but here's the thing about black and white. If a movie is in black and white, it was shot for black and white, even though it could have been colorized at a later point, it was shot. It was meant to be black and white. Yeah. It always kind of looks strange because we're so used to overstimulating bright colors everything's just electric right no i just i don't know i i always i don't know why i always feel here we go again pleasantly surprised 
All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website, www.millennialsthemoviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a reviewed movie? We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So until next time, we're millennials and we'll see you at the movie house.